Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Critical Thinking with Pat Oni. No, I'm not Andrew Coppins. Andrew Coppins is out. He has left the building. I am taking over Critical Thinking from here on out. Or at least until Tuesday of next week. It's all going to be me. All Pat Oni. No Andrew Coppins. And if you've been listening to the show earlier this week, you know I've been teasing this. That today is going to be a party. Is it because Andrew Coppins is out? Eh, maybe. I don't know. I'll let you decide that. But oh yeah. Am I taking over? You can follow me over on Twitter at the Patoni Show. Use the hashtag what I learned today and the hashtag stand with Mrs. Pat. You can also find me over on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and also over on the Locals community, specifically the Critical Thinking community, which is criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. And then you can just pay five bucks a month, folks. That's all it takes. Oh, yeah. All it takes to become a subscriber, to see the video content. Though today's show is not on video because, well... When Andrew's out, he takes all the video with him. So, unfortunately, you don't get to see my beautiful mug. Because of the two of us, I am the better looking one. It's true. Anyway, follow me over there on all the socials. Check it out. Interact with us. Let us know what's on your mind. It'll be a lot of fun. 
Andrew will be back on Tuesday while I am out all next week. Except for Monday. I'll be here Monday. But I will be out uh, on vacation back in Ohio and supposedly the river fish from the Room 13 will be over here co-hosting in my spot with Andrew Coppins a few times next week. I actually don't remember which days. But oh yeah, he'll be on. All right, enough <laughs> shenanigans. Seriously, welcome to Critical Thinking. I'm Pat Oni. I am the co-host of Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins. Um, going to get into some stuff today. And I, I, I wanted to start with this question of, do we even know what's going on with mandates and the coronavirus and all that? Do, do we know anything about the coronavirus? Do we know... Anything at all that, that, that we can truly make good, decent public policy around public health? Apparently, the answer is no, because we're going back, supposedly, in many places, we're going back to mask mandates, whether you've been vaccinated or not. Mind you, there's data around the world India, Sweden, to just to name a couple of places of a couple of countries that have more or less kicked the coronavirus in the ass. But here we're going to go back to mask mandates. We're going to go back to maybe some shutdowns, some lockdown measures. We're really going to go back there. Mind you, Israel is the second most vaccinated country in the world. They have used the Pfizer vaccine exclusively. They haven't used any other vaccine. And they are seeing a surge in coronavirus cases, even amongst the vaccinated. So that would suggest maybe the Pfizer vaccine was not as uh, effective to begin with. But here, here we keep pushing the vaccine because it's the only way that we can get back to normal. It's the only way that we can get back to not, not doing these ridiculous mandates over and over again. So we're going to push the Pfizer vaccine when we're seeing in other parts of the world, it ain't working. At least it's not working to the way that everyone claims it does. And we're going to keep pushing that same medicine here. And by medicine, I mean therapeutic. The vaccine, which is really a therapeutic. So do we, do we even know what we're talking about? Or are we just going to continue to talk out of our asses? Are we going to continue to listen to people like Rochelle Lewinsky and uh, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci? How long before we say enough is enough, turn the TV off, and any news report that comes on with them speaking, we turn the channel and just say the hell with it, we're going to go about and live our lives? Because apparently you people can't keep your story straight don't believe me here's a here's a little something something from our lord 
Savior, President Dr. Anthony Fauci when it comes to masking and the vaccine? People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community... You want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 The pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks. Uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because okay. now the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean... <laughs> you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? It looks like you are. <laughs> wow. Just, just wow. Th- this is why we can't make good public policy anymore. We can't. You cannot make public policy when you've got people like our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Rochelle, I can never say her last name, Rochelle Walensky, talking out of their asses every freaking day. Because... From one day to the next, it's, oh, we got to mask up. We got to mask up. Oh, you're vaccinated now? You don't have to mask anymore. Oh, now that you're vaccinated, you still got to wear masks again. Uh, Sorry. We keep doing this back and forth, back and forth. And people on the, on the, on the left or, or that are, or not even necessarily even just on the left, but just the part of the cult of COVID are saying, well, science changes. We get more data as more data comes out. Um, you know, we, we got to make decisions based upon what's right in that moment, based upon what the science is telling us. Um, okay, I agree with you that science can change as, as more and more data is found and that it might lead to different conclusions than what was originally hypothesized. That I mean, that is part of science. But... Um, I would like to know, I would like to know what in the past few weeks has changed in 
the science. What has changed? What is the science saying now about the Delta variant, about masking, about the vaccine? What, what, what has changed? Because for all intents and purposes, we talked about India the other day. And we talked about how they had a big spike in cases at the beginning of May. Then it flattened out after a couple of weeks. And then it, it's down well over 90%. And their death rate is also down well over 90% from basically now until the beginning of May. So that was the Delta variant because the Delta variant was originally called the Indian variant. So they beat it. They used therapeutics like ivermectin. And they... And they they've got it under control. They've got, what, I believe less than 500 cases a day. So what are we doing? Where is the science on this? Why aren't we shoving what, what has happened in India in Fauci's face and saying, answer this? Why aren't we shoving it in Rochelle Walensky's face and saying, answer this what is in your data that is saying we gotta we gotta reinforce mask mandates and go back to what we were doing all of last year that that wasn't working and we gotta do it all over again aren't you tired of it because i'm i'm tired of it i'm i'm tired of having to talk about this Basically, every day on air. I'm tired of having to talk about this every week on my show on Saturdays. I'm tired of it. I am so sick and tired of having to talk about the coronavirus. Believe me, I would much rather go back to just talking straight politics and looking at what's going on around the country in terms of politics and and tax issues. And and hell, I'd, I'd even rather talk about fighting against socialism than talking about this. Granted, there are underlying ties with this in in socialism and what they're trying to do. But I'm I'm tired, folks. I'm I'm really really tired. It's exhausting. It's exhausting that we have to keep going doing this back and forth. Time and time again. It's not fair. I've said on my show many times over the last year. If you want your rights back. You want your life back. You want to get back to some sense of normalcy. You must actively take it back yourself. Because they sure as hell aren't going to give it to you. They basically, this is what they did. They basically took a fishing line with a fish on it and they dangled it over your head. And as soon as you reached out to grab it, they pulled it away. You know, kind of like when you're playing with your cat and you're, you're using the cat fishing pole and you're, you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're, you're playing with them and you, you, you pull the, the string away just as soon as they're about to grab it. That's exactly what they are doing with you and with your children. They are messing with your lives in a way that I have never seen before. 
And the sad part is, most of us are allowing this to happen. You want to get back to normal. Whatever normal is, because for me, normal never was. Whatever that is, you want your life back. You want your rights back. You've got to take them back and say, enough is enough. I've had enough. And I will not comply. You know, when the U.S. Surgeon General comes out and says, fully vaccinated people must wear masks outdoors to protect the unvaccinated. It's a load of crap. Because at what point, at what point did it become our responsibility over a virus that has a 99.8% survival rate? At what point did it become your responsibility to make sure that you don't get somebody else sick when you don't even know that you're sick yourself and you feel fine. I mean, isn't your health supposed to be yours and your responsibility? Isn't the next person's health supposed to be their responsibility? Since when did protecting everyone else's health become my responsibility? I don't know. But they're certainly trying to make it that way. And now you've got D.C., which they, they are now reinstating an indefinite indoor mask mandate for ages two and up. Mind you, children don't transmit the virus all that often. They're actually very, very low. And I'll get to that in just a minute because our favorite New York Governor Andrew Cuomo had some things to say about that. Oh, and then in California... Reports of higher COVID-19 rates in areas with higher vaccination rates and vice versa. And they're going back to mandates and lockdowns. At least they're on their way to. And now the Biden administration is going to signal that it's willing to return to lockdowns, school closures, if it's recommended by the CDC. And you know that's coming. It's coming. I am tired of this crap. I want my life back. Many people want their life back, and people are angry. They're tired of being jerked around. They're tired of policies being made on conflicting data. They want answers, they want accountability. We need this in America right now, not tomorrow, now. We need this now. But yet, we continue to put Fauci on television. We continue to put him in our news and in front of our Congress. And we continue to give him the time of day. Make no mistake, he's never going to go to jail for what he's done. That's never going to happen. I don't care who's in power. But we can at least shut him up. 
We can at least turn him away. We can at least keep him out of the media. We can at least take away his pedestal. You take these things away, and Fauci goes away. Because Fauci is an attention whore. He loves this shit. He does. He absolutely loves all the attention that he's getting. And we keep giving it to him. And we keep feeding that hubris. I'm tired of it. We need to move on. America needs to move on. If you're afraid of the Delta scariant, or you're still afraid of getting getting COVID even though you've been vaccinated, do what you feel you need to do. I've never said don't wear a mask. If you want to wear one, wear one. I don't think they work. I've got plenty of data to prove that they don't work. But there's all sorts of data that, that the cult of COVID will point out today suggesting that it does. So if that's what you want to believe and that's the path you want to follow, then by all means. But stop trying to mandate my life. Stop trying to make me follow public policy where there's conflicting information, where there's conflicting data. For me, it's pretty clear, but for whatever reason, we all seem to talk past each other when it comes to this issue. Instead of instead of trying to, hey, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I will respect your, your wishes and your desires and for you to do what you feel is right when it comes to this pandemic, then so be it. But we can't do that. For whatever reason, we can't do that. I'm tired. And you know what's a good good thing for when you're tired? And I, I really wish Mormons could drink coffee sometimes. I really do because this week has been absolutely crazy. It's been extremely busy. Um, I've, I've been doing this and plus my day job and I've been putting a lot more, a lot more hours with my day job just because I've got a lot of people out on vacation. And so a lot of stuff falls to me and, and which is fine because I get a little payback next week when I'm on vacation. But man, man, do I ever wish that I could sip on the elixir that is American pride roasters. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Uh, they, they've got all sorts of different kinds of great coffee flavors over there. Um, I've heard great things about the Burl Hamilton. I've heard great things about many, many other flavor, flavors. Doc's Bacon Blast actually sounds really good to me, too. It really, really does. Um, the Washington, the Reagan also sound really good. And they've also got coffee drops that you can check out as well. Um, but go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. If you're, especially if you're feeling tired and you need a little pick me up, especially in the morning. Um, and which is when I especially need it and to, to, to pull back the curtain a little bit, you know, this show is pre-recorded, and when Andrew and I typically record the show, it is usually about, oh, 6 a.m. for me. So I'm up about, you know, 5.30, if not a little before that. You know, taking care of my animals and stuff like that. And, and you know, I do the show, then I go to work. And then, you know, it's a good anywhere from, you know, 9 to 12 hour, sometimes 15 hour days. And because then once I'm done with work, I go back right into show prep for the next day and, and whatever house chores I have. So I'm I'm always on the move. 
and I could use a little pick-me-up sometimes. Give me plenty of Dr. Pepper, but uh, sometimes in the morning you want something a little bit more refreshing, I guess. And I don't necessarily find soda refreshing in the mornings. Um, something to go good with your breakfast, maybe. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. They are the official coffee of the Mojo Five O Network. All right, so I'm getting ready to head into break here. Um, and don't worry, because I am still going to do a version of B or not the B. No, I don't have all the cool sound effects because Andrew has all of that with him. So I don't I don't get to have any of that. I will also be crowning a new Richard of the Week. And I will be doing a sort of version of the fish fry. I actually, believe it or not, I hate fish. Can't, eat, can't stand it. Can't stand the smell of it. Don't like it. Uh, it actually makes me sick. Um, so I actually can't have fish, but I know it's a Wisconsin favorite. So I will be throwing some stuff into the fryer, the worst of the week. But I want to leave you with this question. When are we going to get answers? When are we going to get accountability from our government and from our bureaucrats that have been pushing all of this cult of COVID stuff on us for the last year and a half? When is that going to happen? Because the way it's going right now, unless we the people stand up and do something about it, unless we really push on our representatives and our senators to really do something about it, regardless of what side of the aisle they are on, if we do not do something about this, if we don't get involved in our school boards and our local elections and in our communities, if we do not stand up, then nothing I have said or have done in the last year will mean a damn thing. None of this will have meant a damn thing. And if we go back to this, we are screwed. You're listening to Critical Thinking with Pat Oni right here on Mojo Five O. I will be right back right after this. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. American Pride Roasters, bringing peace and love to the world, one delicious cup of coffee at a time. Hey, it's Brad Staggs before his morning coffee. Oh, my. Coffee. This is Brad Staggs after his morning coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Historically great coffee. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have PrepareWithMojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At PrepareWithMojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency. 
which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. PrepareWithMojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, PrepareWithMojo50.com is the answer. PrepareWithMojo50.com. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. Mojo 5 The question isn't, who is going to let us? The question is, who is going to stop us? Welcome back to Critical Thinking with Pat Oni. Not Andrew Coppins, Pat Oni. At least, you know, for today and for Monday, at the very least. So welcome back. Follow me over at the Pat Oni Show at on Twitter. Use the hashtag stand with Mrs. Pat. Use the hashtag what I learned today. Also find me over on Facebook, Instagram, and MeWe. Also over on the locals. And you can download the Locals app and just go to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. It's just five bucks a month. You get all of our video content. You get all of our other extra stuff that we that we were doing. Um, we've got some other stuff that we are working on. Um, we are going to be bringing back the book club here very soon. Um, so you'll want to stay tuned for all of that and subscribe. And for those of you that have come over there and become members, and not just members, but also subscribers, thank you so much because you are what allow us to continue to enhance both of our shows and to continue to grow. Um, we, we really, really do appreciate it. So um, thank you so much for, for tuning in every day. Um, it, it does not go unnoticed. So... All that said, I know I don't have the <coughs> excuse me. I don't have the technical setup that uh, Andrew has, and to allow me to do video and to have some of the cool sound effects that he has, I, I really don't have that kind of setup yet. But that is not going to stop me from getting to the B or not the B today. Um, it's also not going to keep me out uh, from doing the Richard of the Week um, and also doing the Fish Fry. It'll all just be done without the really cool sound effects that we usually have and some of the cool visuals that Andrew puts up when uh, we do these segments. So, without further ado then, I am going to get in now to the B or not the B. That is the question. And you might be wondering, how am I going to do the B or not the B Without Andrew here, and because he's the, I'm the one that gives the headline in the story, and Andrew's the one that guesses, um, at least on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and then we do it the reverse on Tuesdays and Thursdays. How am I going to do that? And how am I going to win more of real Ron Phillips's money? Well, I will tell you. First of all, I, I do have a story that is from the B or not the B. And then I'm going to guess whether or not that is the B or not the B. And then I'm going to collect, not from real Ron Phillips, but from Andrew Coppins. You see, since he left me in charge of the show, we are contractually, ob- or rather he is contractually obligated whenever he leaves me in charge of the show, that I then, if I win, 
I get all of his earnings for that month. And if I have to do it two days in a row, which it looks like I'm gonna, I get all of his earnings from the B or not the B for the entire year. So that's how it's all going to be played. So I'm playing right now for all of Andrew Coppin's earnings, his half of the earnings on the B or not the B for the entire month of July. That is what is happening here. So without further ado, today's headline is Top 10 Reasons You Should turn Just Turn Your Guns Over to the Government Today. Top 10 Reasons You Should Just Turn Your Guns Over to the Government Today. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're all thinking about that, let me tell you a little bit about preparewithmojo50.com. Now, you you listen to me in the top of the hour talking about when are we going to get accountability? When when are we going to get accountability? When are we going to get answers on the science? When when are we going to get answers on this ever-changing narrative and public policy when it comes to the coronavirus and the vaccines? When is that going to happen? It's not. At least as of right now, it ain't happening. So, if you want it to happen, you need to ask yourself, what are you prepared to do? And what consequences are you prepared to suffer? Therefore, what I am telling you, that come what may, if you are prepared, you will be able to weather the storm. That means start with your food storage because of all the things that you need. The very first thing that you are going to need is food. And they have all greats of all great products there and different sizes of kits that you can get. Their four week is probably the most popular. Start there. Start building up your food storage. And here's the thing. Here's the great thing about it. All of this food has a 25-year shelf life. So if you don't need it now, at least you have it, and it's not going to go bad on you. It'll be a great investment. And it's, what, 2,000 calories a day is, is what is in, the, in these food kits that you can get up to? 2,000 calories a day. Sound like it's going to sustain you? I think so. So, go to preparewithmojo50.com and get prepared today. That is preparewithmojo50.com. Okay, so, for the B or not the B, the headline today is Top 10 Reasons You Should Just Turn Your Guns Over to the Government Today. Is this the B or not the B? And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I think I got to go with, I'm going to go with the B on this one, the Babylon B. Let's see if I'm right. And I am correct. Therefore, I win all of Andrew Coppins' earnings from the B or not the B for the month of July. I get to take all that and put it into my bank account. 
So, Andrew, if you're listening, please be, please be a dear and, and send me all of the money that you have earned from the Be or Not the Bee for the month of July, and please place it into my account. Thank you. I appreciate it. So the article says, so you have guns in your house, huh? First of all, shame on you. Second of all, we realize that you may be slightly hesitant about just turning them over to the government. So we put together a list of reasons out of the hundreds of reasons you should just turn in your guns right now. Read and learn, you bitter clinger. One, the government is very trustworthy and would never hurt anyone. Also, they have nukes. Resistance is futile. Just hand them over. Two, with your gun safe empty, you now have a neat place to hide when robbers break into your home. Let your gun safe keep you safe. As an added bonus, you can now use your gun safe as a store for all of your surgical masks and vaccination cards. Three, instead of shooting clays on Thanksgiving, you can play great games with your family like Monopoly. Brings a family together like Monopoly. Oh, man. So um, I'm going to pause right there for just a second because um, that reminded me um, about a couple months ago over Memorial Day weekend, um, I played Monopoly with my in-laws for the first time. Now, granted, I have been married to my wife for almost six years. This is the first time that I have played Monopoly with her family. And holy crap, I have never played with a shrewder bunch of people when it comes to Monopoly. Holy crap. It's risk like like everybody plays a different slightly different strategies from each other, but everybody's like super smart about it. So you have to like be very careful and you know take very good calculated risks because I mean everyone's doing them anyway, but you almost have to like outsmart the other person. And I can honestly say I did that to my father-in-law, and my father-in-law is probably the most shrewd of all of them. And holy crap, I had a property that he really, really wanted, and that was going to give him a monopoly. And it was like, I think like the two like light blue ones, like there as you, you're going across the beginning, I can't remember what they're called. I think it's like Oriental and Mediterranean, I think. And um, he was offering me... Um, I got offering me a, a railroad, which I can't, you can't put houses on. So I'm like, no, no. So then he comes back and then he offers me two railroads and cash. And I'm like, still can't put houses on them. Still can't. No, not a good deal. And I'm not going to give you a monopoly. So then he comes back later because then I get a property for my sister-in-law that gave me a monopoly. And he offered to put hotels Give me cash, and um, he he gave me uh, I believe something else with it. So he gave me he gave me a property, cash, and offered to put hotels on all of the ones that I had just gotten that monopoly from my sister in law on. I'm like, okay, I'll take that deal. So he gets monopoly, I get hotels, and cash, and he paid for all of my hotels. What he didn't know and and didn't realize when he did this is that 
you have to pay for all the houses first, then you pay for the hotels. So he lost his ass when I made that deal. So you have to be like, like it was, it was probably the best monopoly because I'm not that good at monopoly. I'm really not, but that was probably the best monopoly game I think I've ever played. And I ended up winning the game because of that. I'm like, Oh, he saved me money, which allowed me to use money elsewhere to be able to put up houses in hotels. And I just clean clock after that. It was my bragging moment, but it, it just reminded me of that. And it makes me smile every time. Anyway, number four, the government needs your guns so they can shoot people trying to sell loose cigarettes. Donate your firearms to the noble cause of fighting the evil forces trying to sell untaxed cigarettes to people who can't afford a full pack. Five, you spend the time to you use to spend at the gun range edu- educating yourself. With time, maybe you will learn to be less problematic. Six, the government will donate your guns to a noble cause, like drug cartels and insurgents in the Middle East. Think of how much good your gun could be doing right now in the government's hands. Seven, you can rest assured knowing that criminals will turn in their guns too. Criminals always do the right thing when given the chance. Eight, now you can defend your home with a cool spiked mace and broadsword. Come on, who doesn't want to do this? Turn in your gun, defend your home like a real man. (laughs) All right. Uh, Nine. You'll be a rich man and not having to buy ammo. Aren't you you tired of, of getting in fights with your wife about how much you spend on guns and ammo? Plus, you'll have more money to spend on masks. And ten. What's the worst that could happen? Just give it a try. Could be fun, actually. (sighs) In other words, these are 10 reasons to not give up your guns to the government today. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. It's a bad idea. Okay. And I guess now, now it would be time to crown a new Richard of the Week. Our first nominee is our president, Joseph Marionette Biden, for saying this. Thank you, Biden. Will you require all federal employees to get vaccinated? That's under consideration right now, but if you're not vaccinated, you're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. Um, so if you're unvaccinated, you're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. So Joseph Biden is nominee for Richard of the Week, number one. Number two has to go to our beloved Wicked Witch of the West, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, because she's directed Capitol Police to arrest anyone not wearing a mask, vaccinated or not. Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamak, or, or yeah, Kat Kamak posted the morning a, a directive issued by wannabe Queen Nancy Pelosi demanding that Capitol Police arrested individuals in the Capitol who do not comply with the Speaker's mask mandate for both vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals. To which the letter said, oh, I'm just going to read part of it because it's, 
On July 27th, the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, issued new guidance that all individuals vaccinated and unvaccinated alike should wear a mask in indoor spaces to reduce the spread of the Delta variant of COVID-19. According to the CDC, the Delta variant has become the dominant coronavirus in the United States and continues to challenge aspects of disease control, public health, and the urgency to complete vaccination for unvaccinated individuals. Based on this information, the Office of Attending Physician advised Congress to follow the CDC's guidance to require mask wearing in interior spaces to help reduce the risk of COVID-19 infection. Therefore, effective immediately to promote good health and well-being of our employees, all U.S. CP personnel must wear a mask at all times in interior spaces throughout the Capitol grounds. In addition, effective Im- immediately, all of the FLETC sites masks are required for all individuals on site and social distancing guidelines are to be followed. The USCP Office of Occupational Safety, Health, and Environmental Staff will be contacting department bureaus, divisions, and offices to assess existing inventories of masks and deliver additional masks as needed. And from there... So, okay, so if the vaccine worked, then you really should need a mask, right? Or rather, if the therapeutic worked, you should need to wear a mask because, well... You're not going to the hospital. You're not dying. Even if you do, by some chance, get it. If they really worked, we wouldn't have to do this, right? Well, here we go again, is all I can say. So, yes, Nancy Pelosi is our nominee number two. Nominee number three is going to be... New York Mayor Bill de Blasio on vaccines for saying the voluntary phase is over. Um, In fact, here's exactly what he said. Years old and up. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And and like was said a moment ago, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shape people at this point and say, come on now, we tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing, everywhere you turn, incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates because of your- <sighs> Need I say more? And finally, our fourth nominee for Richard of the Week this week is going to be CDC Director Rochelle Walensky says we only need a couple of weeks to mask of new mask guidelines and increased vaccinations to slow the Delta variant. (laughs) If that's not deja vu, I don't know what is. If this isn't the beginnings of last year repeating itself... I don't know what is. Now, the difference between this year and last year is I would hope that we are all a little more informed now and that we actually stand up to these people and say, uh, no, no, give them the middle finger 
and say, hell no, get the hell off my lawn. But I digress. So this week's Richard of the Week winner is going to be our favorite Wicked Witch of the West, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Because who in the hell issues a directive for Capitol Police to arrest someone for not wearing a mask, whether you're vaccinated or not? What gives her the right to do so? It's insanity. It's asinine. And if I'm anyone of sound mind on this, I would be like, come at me. Come at me. I dare you. Follow through with this. I absolutely dare you. She probably will follow through with it, by the way. She's she's crazy enough to do it. But um, I'm going to say enough is enough and hell no. And it ain't happening. So, Nancy Pelosi, you are our new Richard of the Week. And it's usually at this time that we would get into the fish fry and start throwing some of the worst of the week stories into the fryer, which I will do now. Now, I mentioned Andrew Cuomo earlier, and he, by the way, he would be an honorable mention um, for Richard of the Week as well. I actually almost put him in here. Um, he was very, very close, but the other four just did things and said dumb things and just that just irritated me even more than this. Um, so he got kicked out, but barely, barely. It was close. In any case, the first story that goes into the fryer is where Cuomo warns hysterically that New York schools will become super spreaders. Oh boy. Yeah. Got to go down this road again. Okay, so while urging in dramatic action to fight the Delta variant of COVID, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo warned Wednesday that schools can become super spreaders, and in September, it will happen. Telling parents fearful about sending their kids back to school buildings that their classrooms will become super spreader events is a counterproductive way to overcome the massive amounts of learning loss that remote K through 12 students who are disproportionately minority and poor having faced during the pandemic, particularly in the democratic voting, uh, polites where school closures and distance learning are more prevalent. Cuomo's messaging is particularly confusing based on what we know about school infectiousness in New York city. Home to 71 of the 117 zip codes the governor has targeted for having comparatively low vaccination and high infection rates. Mayor Bill de Blasio, Department of Education, submits students and staff to regular COVID testing, which has continued during the city's summer rising program attended by around 200,000 students. And the current positive test rate is close to non-existent. Of the 21,684 tests administered to the summer rising participants between July 6th and July 22nd, all of 28 came back positive. That's a rate of 0.13%. The rolling average over the past seven days is just a tick higher of 
0.16%. The results are even more striking when you focus on the ostensible beneficiaries of the city's requirements, the CDC's new recommendation, that all vaccinated people in schools wear masks, unvaccinated kids in age, uh, under age 12 of the 28 positive tests in New York City during the span, 15 students and 13 were teachers or staff despite students receiving 2.3 times more tests. So that the positive test rate among students in New York City this July has been 0.01%. The governor is warning about the possible wave of the super spreader during among a population whose current prevalence of infection is a thousand to one. So a 0.01% is a super spreader event, according to Andrew Cuomo. Holy crap. Our next story. COVID positive illegal immigrants given hotel rooms in South Texas. Authorities not informed. Okay, so so wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're pushing all of this mass bull crap again. We're pushing um, it on whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. But hell, we'll give COVID positive illegal immigrants hotel rooms in Texas. We'll let you come in our border. We'll, we'll like Because here's the thing. If this was really that serious, don't you think for a second we would think about, you know, closing our borders? If this was really that serious, but no, 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 no. In fact, come, come, bring, bring, bring your sick and tired across our border to to get more people sick and basically make this pandemic and and panic porn continue. Come on over, we'll we'll put you up in a hotel room. Yay! Going on the Olympics route this week. Trans skateboarder skateboarder quit women's team before Olympics to continue gender transition. Now, I really don't care what you're planning to do to yourself. If you want to mutilate yourself and all this sort of stuff, fine. Like, go for it. Um, as long as you are of sound mind and body and are of legal age to make these decisions, I, I really don't care. But you're telling me, you're telling me that you are going to give up going to the Olympics for this. You're telling me that you are going to give up the honor of competing for a gold, silver, or bronze medal and the for the opportunity to represent your country for a gender transition. Okay. All right. I see how it is. Next one. Michigan lawmaker reports $221 of campaign spending at a strip club. Calls it constituent meeting. So he spends $221 of campaign spending at a strip club. In a phone interview, State Representative Jewel Jones described the venue, the meeting as a lounge, and said that he wasn't sure it, it was a strip club. Uh, 
<laughs> I, uh, I really don't believe you, but all right. Um, this is, the, uh, so, and before we go into the story, let's check out the video because oh, there's a video on this. Holy crap. Oh, I wish I would have checked that out before, but he, how do you not know it's a strip club? How, how I, I don't, I don't buy it. And last one for today, 50 K illegal immigrants released into the U S without court date. Only 13% have reported to ICE. No. You mean you released 50,000 illegal immigrants in the U.S. expecting them to go back home or go back across the border and only 13% have reported to ICE? What did you think was going to (sighs) happen? Folks, we're doomed. We are absolutely doomed. But, at least for now, we'll live to fight another day. Especially since that will be right here tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Pat Oni Show. Tune in, mojo50.com. Till then, don't get lost from where you are, and no means no. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.